Are you offering your clients the experience they really want? Or are you offering them what you think they want? Join hosts Laura Gregg and David Partain from FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds as they talk with a variety of industry experts and advisors, just like you, about their latest industry research to help you develop the flexible mindset you need to rise above the crowd. Hello, and welcome to Stronger Every Day. At FlexShares, we are working to provide advisors with bite-sized and timely content in easy-to-digest formats. We plan to provide you with those actionable insights that can help you grow your business even in the midst of this crisis. I'm David Partain, Chief Marketing Officer for FlexShares, Exchange Traded Funds. And with me from her home is Laura Gregg, Director of Practice Management and Advisor Research. Hello, Laura. Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah, great. Well, we have heard from advisors who tell us that they feel like they're drinking from a fire hose right now. And I know you and you and I have talked, Laura, and we both sure feel that way. There seems to be a deluge of information over the past month, and it is nearly impossible to wade through all of it. And before we get into our topic for today, I want to let our listeners know about our daily 12-minute Trader Talk webinar that discusses the latest in ETF trading with FlexShares Head of Capital Markets, Dan Madden, each business day at 8 a.m. Central Time. And now, Laura, I am so excited about what we are about to delve into which is the importance of proactive communication and how communicating today will help nurture and grow the advisor business for the long term. Great. Thanks very much, David, and welcome to everybody on the webinar. I'm going to start out with a story. Recently, I spoke with an industry consultant, uh, and she told me that she was out talking to her advisor clients to find out how things were going. And they told her that, you know, while the markets have been tough and volatile, they feel very good about themselves. Their clients are, um, I'm using air quotes here, well-trained. And they told her, our clients know not to call us, that we've got it under control. When she told me this, I literally gasped because I believe that if there was ever a correct time to be speaking personally to clients, it is right now and over the past several weeks. On March 20th, we conducted a webinar and did some live polling of more than 200 advisors. And at that time, which now is almost a month ago, just 10% of them had reactively received requests from their clients over the prior two-week period. While that seemed to be good news, I didn't take that as a mandate from clients that they didn't want to hear or talk to their advisors. And as recent as last week, I was talking with some advisors that hadn't yet reached out to all of their clients other than to send them email communications. And I really believe that while your clients may be really confident in your abilities, and you may have successfully navigated them through the 2008 market decline, it really does not give you a free pass from communicating personally to each and every one of your clients. You know, Laura, that's that's really right. The clients are very different uh, this time around. If you had clients back then in 2008, those clients that you helped are now 11 years older. They are 11 years closer to retirement or already drawing down on those retirement portfolios. If they're like me, they may be in a much different space financially, physically, and emotionally. I know that for me personally, four of my five children have moved out of the house since then, 
and the fifth is only back from college because his university locked him out. So as people <laughs> age, you they, like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. As people age, they may have more trepidation, too. I know that as I look at my career and where I'm at and where the market's at, I'm starting to see some of that in myself. And when you uh, talk about younger clients that may have had meaningful portfolios in 2008, this is all new to them. So if you, they have been investing for a home or college tuition, they may be feeling their plans have been upended and perhaps impossible for many years to come. That's so true. And I think this is a unique time, and it's actually the perfect time, in my estimation, for all of us to deepen relationships at home with our friends, our loved ones, and also with our clients. Uh, if you already haven't done so, now is the time to schedule a virtual video meeting, if you can. Um, now is not necessarily the time to rely on email for all of your client communications. When you can um, virtually see your clients, they'll see in you your concern for them, for their family, and for their dreams. And so I'm bringing up email again because I've been not only talking to advisors but some of my family members and friends and just been curious to how their advisors have been reaching out to them. And almost all of them have heard just via email. And so I was talking to my sister who is retired, and she said, well, that's okay. I get the email, and I know that I can always call them. And then she started explaining to me a lot of concerns that she had. And I said, well, these are concerns that you probably should discuss with your advisor. And her reaction was, well, he's probably busy. I'd hate to bother him. You know, in, in terms of deepening relationships, the way you really do that is to have a conversation, especially a conversation if you can do it by video is even more impactful. Um, I've also heard from some friends and also some industry colleagues that said they've received emails from their advisors that said, we're really busy right now, so please don't call us. Now, I'm certain that the way I took that is not the way that the advisor meant it to come across, but in email, it's, it's easy to say something and have it come across a different way on the end. If I had gotten an email message like that, what it would have told me is that if you are too busy to talk to me, then I need to find another advisor. You know, these are your clients. They hired you not only for your financial expertise, but they hired you to care about them as individuals. So, of course, you're busy. We are all so busy. But you can't tell them you're too busy for them. And, yes, these calls and video conferences, if you do those, may be very difficult. But, you know, this is an uncertain time. And while you didn't cause the issue, it wasn't your uh, portfolio construction or your selections of investments that is causing this, you know, your clients understand that, but it, it still is important to have a conversation. What they won't understand is that their financial coach and their advisor that they trust didn't care enough that care enough about them personally to proactively reach out. 
when you speak your clients or hear their voice on the phone, um, you know, I hope and I'm sure that the first thing you're doing is asking how they are, how is their health, how is their family doing. It's important at this point to give them the time and space to let them tell you, you know, as much or as little as they want about what they're feeling. What are their concerns? Is it because they have three college kids that move back into the house or is it because their mother's in a nursing home and they can't see her physically. Um, and then you might want to consider ways that you might be able to help some of those personal needs or concerns that they have. Yeah, I know for us, Laura, I was talking to my wife, it always seems like the sink is full now again. And there was a time where it was just my wife and I and there was nobody home and all of a sudden the sink is full again and it's because my son decides he wants to cook all the time and so you have clients who are both older and younger and so here are some things to consider when you talk to your older clients and so you should do your best to reassure and calm them. I know I have an 80-some-year-old father-in-law who is a retired physician and his question is you know what even when this whole thing started what is social distancing I've never heard of that before and so just reminding them of that and reassure them that this too will pass I've had that conversation uh, really from the sidewalk to his front door so that even those type of uh, informal interactions are, are very difficult for them. And then identify where they might need assistance and help where you can. Asking questions such as, can you help them get set up to order groceries online? Can you offer help to set them up to pay their bills online? Uh, email them resources or send them videos that can help them manage while they are really locked indoors. And if you have permission to contact their children or grandchildren, do so if you have any appropriate concerns. That's a touchy one, but it is uh, some a way to show you care, no, show the next generation that you care. Of course, if you have younger clients, remind them of the importance of social distancing again. If they are anxious, do your best to calm them and remind them that this too will pass. And then ask them how their parents, grandparents are doing and suggest that they help with groceries and online bill pay. I know when my mother-in-law passed away, my father-in-law needed help with just setting up bill pay for all his bills because his wife had done it for their whole life. And so that is something that can definitely be um, a big lift off of your older clients and could even help your younger clients understand what's going on with their parents' finances. So those are great, some great ideas, David. And so after covering the personal side, um, there are other topics that you're going to want to bring up with your clients. And now is not the time to sugarcoat anything at all. This is the time where you can really build trust and credibility. And it's the time to adjust and co-create plans with your clients as needed. Talk to your clients about the information resources available. There's no shortage of information coming at us via email, the TV screen, and other ways. Take some time to help them identify the credible versus the non-credible sources that should be ignored. And let them know what your trusted sources of financial information are. Make sure you're well-versed on the CARES Act and use this to be a resource for your clients. Understand what they are or are not eligible to receive. Those checks I know are hit in the mail this week. 
Uh, make sure you're able to discuss the new rules around Roth conversions, RMDs, and 401k withdrawals. There's a lot to unpack there, um, but those are some really important conversations that you'll want to have with your clients based on where they are financially. And, you know, this is also an opportunity to engage with your clients' young adult children. Maybe discuss if they're getting some of those stimulus checks, how to manage those, um, and what they might do with that money. Now, it may be a good time for you to even consider tax loss harvesting and portfolio rebalancing. Those are not easy conversations as well, but maybe your client would like to consider a low volatility strategy or need to enhance income potential. Other things to consider if your client are 10 or less years from retirement, it's probably a good idea to offer to rerun the projections. If the outcome restricts original timing of retirement, it's best that you know that now so that they can readjust their mindset and work with you to figure out, you know, a plan B. And hopefully for some clients, you'll be able to allay their fears and let them know that retirement as planned is still an option. Budgeting is also important in light of your client's new financial reality. Maybe now's the time to bring up a fresh look at the budget as appropriate. Show them how changes they make now and continue beyond the crisis can help them reach their short and longer-term goals more quickly. Be sure to discuss their liquidity needs and which accounts are best to draw down on if needed. Should they draw down on their emergency fund or home equity line of credit or something else? And while none of these conversations are going to be easy, they will help calm your client's concerns by knowing that they're working with a professional to put a plan in place. And, you know, it really pains me to say this, but it's true. There are so many of your peers that are not taking these proactive measures at this time. And by doing this, I really think you will set yourself apart from your peers. You'll demonstrate why your clients hired you and why they will most likely keep you as their trusted advisor. Believe me, when they talk to friends during and after this crisis, your name will come up as someone who cared enough to have difficult personal conversations rather than just sending another COVID-19 response email. Well, Laura, we promised these would be bite-sized, and our time is up for today. If you have further questions, please call the ETF sales line at 1-855-FLEX-ETF. That's 1-855-353-9383, or you can go to FlexShares.com. For myself, Laura, and the whole ETF team at FlexShares, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to getting stronger every day. So long. Thank you for listening to the Flexible Advisor Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds or Northern Trust. All investments involve risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider the FlexShares investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. This and other information is in the prospectus and a summary prospectus, copies of which may be obtained by visiting www.flexshares.com. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. Foresight Fund Services, LLC Distributor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. 
Although we attempt to keep the information complete and current, we do not warrant that the content herein is accurate, complete, or current. We make no commitment to update the content herein. It is your responsibility to verify any information before relying on it. The content of this podcast may include technical inaccuracies. We may make changes in the products and or services described herein at any time. We provide you this information with the understanding that we are not rendering accounting, legal, or tax advice. Please consult your legal or tax advisor concerning such matters.